0: Hey guys, how are we getting on? Welcome back to the JCC podcast for episode number 48. I hope we're all having a fantastic day so far. And thank you very, very much for tuning in. Hope January went well for everyone. I know our, our last podcast that we had for episode 47 was all about that that January um, you know, January starter pack. Getting off, getting the year off on the on the front foot. You know, putting a plan in place to be able to adhere um, and execute for for long term. You know, sustainability is key for us. And if we if we do a plan that we can't do for six seven months, that's the definition of unsustainability. So hopefully, we've all got off to a very very good start uh, with our goals. So this podcast is, this has come up a lot already this week in check-ins, um, and as you guys know, Joe, if something that my clients are struggling with, a lot of you guys are going to be struggling with this as well, hence why I'm going to make this podcast. So this podcast is for the people who find training, Joe, who find doing steps, who find doing their cardio very, very easy to do. That's not an issue. They'll do that till the cows come home and they'll do six, seven training sessions a week if they wanted to, 20K steps, three cardios, whatever that we want. But it's the nutrition element that they find the most difficult. And this is very, very common. I would say 90% of clients who can work with me will all have that difficulty as well. So this podcast is, is for you guys if that is your your the, the problem that you're having now at the moment. And we're going to touch on a couple of solutions that we have um, to be able to make this process easier for you. So number one is going to be to have a clear goal. And This is a boring answer. I know, and I'm sure you've heard me say it multiple times, but why would you ever adhere to a nutrition plan if if it's not leading to something? Like why would I, especially in a dieting phase, which I know a lot of you guys will be in, because that seems to be the the main kind of you know, avatar, the main person who comes to work with me or who asks me any question on Instagram or anything like that is usually going into a dieting phase. Now, if you don't have a clear goal of what you want to achieve, how are you going to stay motivated day to day To when 7 p.m. comes around and you forgot to do your meal prep to get up and cook you know, chicken and sweet potato and mixed veg? If you don't have a clear, concise goal, the likelihood of you adhering to any plan is going to be very, very, very low. So having something very clear and concise, like I said, and breaking down, if you have a, like a significant amount of body weight to to pull off, maybe breaking it down into three phases, maybe a a 16 week diet, dieting phase, followed up with a a three to four week diet break, or two to three week diet break, and then followed up with another 16 week dieting phase after that as well then. Okay, so Try and make as much of a of a, you know, as much of a, macro cycle throughout the year. Try and make micro cycles as well, where you have slightly smaller targets to adhere to and to be able to execute across the year. Because inevitably, that is going to lead to much better execution. It's going to give you much more assertiveness towards the goal. And if you know, OK, if I'm adhering to this plan, I'm going to achieve that end target, the likelihood of you adhering to it is is 100 times more. The second uh, reason why I feel that nutrition can be quite difficult or what you need to create is, is as we have discussed already, sustainability and, and enjoy enjoyment. If you're if you're having a plan, think of it like this. Imagine I gave you a meal plan and it was chicken and broccoli for for five meals a day. Are you going to stick to that plan? You know, I definitely would not. I'm sure a lot of you guys wouldn't either. So creating that sustainability and actual enjoyment is the key to nutrition, in my opinion. Look at all the meals that I have. They're the meals that I absolutely love. My non-training days, some of my favorite meals, you know, my... Bagels, and my eggs and avocado. I'm sure all of you guys have seen it a million and one times. My cream of rice I love with the with my nut butters. My chicken and rice with the bone broth that I'm cooking recently. All these things are delicious. I love them. You know, from a palatability standpoint, I've no problem adhering to that. That's why, uh, that's why I find it so easy to be able to sustain this for long term. If you guys were to write my meal plan for me and you gave me rice cakes and You know, white fish, fish and a rice cake, you know, for every single meal, I would never adhere to that. Okay, so number two is going to be creating that sustainability and enjoyment around nutrition. And I think that when we talk about the topic of nutrition, it can be like already people think of it in a negative light. Oh, it's nutrition. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to eat my bagels and eggs. I love doing that. You know, that's my favorite meal of the day. So try and have that little bit of a almost rewiring of your mindset around nutrition and not think of it as in a negative light, but think of it in a positive light. I get to eat all the meals that I absolutely love. I get to eat all the meals that I enjoy, that taste amazing to me and to you. And that's how we create the most sustainability, in my opinion. The third thing that we can touch on is, is having too much choice. Uh, third, three point 3 3.3 and 4 will kind of run in together now. So why I I put up a post here today which I'm sure that some of you guys have seen um on my Instagram about my fitness pal and and you know not tracking in my fitness pal. So I honestly couldn't think of anything worse than getting into each meal and having to think of a meal to have. I either plugging it into my fitness pal um you know or or like going about my day and kind of totting it up at the end of the day and saying, oh, I have 20 grams of protein, 45 carbs and five fat hit, what will I have? That to me is just, you know, it's so much almost choice anxiety. You know, It's just too much for me to deal with on a day-to-day basis. And the second thing is that it takes up so much time. I I've used my fitness pal. I've kind of done the hard years and learning how nutrition works. Which, by the way, I would not advise jumping from you know zero to hero here and go from chapter one to chapter thirty. You need time in my fitness pal learning how it all works first to be able to get to this kind of decision making and um, that I that I've done. But if you're spending lots and lots and lots of time, I would actually argue that it's one of the most unenjoyable things about nutrition is 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 the tracking element so what if we were to be able to remove that okay what if i came back to point two and i said write down a list of you know 20 foods you absolutely love and enjoy okay for me you know or, or for let's say i'll take take the emphasis off myself here but if we have you know your eggs and bagels and some bacon medallions maybe you love you know um, lamb mince okay maybe we could do like a lamb mince uh, bolognese on a, on a on a training day maybe we could do like this kind of um, lower calorie chicken curry that you you like and enjoy and you just rinse that day after day after day because on a day where i wake up today for instance on a training day i i don't have to think about any of my meals it just happens out of habit i just get up it's my 100 grams of cream of rice 70 grams of dates 40 grams of peanut butter 100 grams of blueberries done and two scoops of protein powder. Done. Meal two: 200 grams of, of jasmine rice, uh, 175 grams of chicken, 150 grams of mixed veg. Done. So I don't have to actually think about what I'm gonna have, and that massively helps me, you know, buy back time. I just don't have the time day to day to be thinking about what meals and planning planning as I go, because I believe that you know I'm sure you guys will have fallen into this trap before. By the time you get to your final meal, you say, "Oh, all my calories are gone. What what do I do here?" So if we're not like, you know, if we're not pre-planning days, which I'm going to touch on now for point number four, it becomes very, very difficult to actually adhere to numbers and actually adhere to, you know, yeah, hitting your macronutrients on a consistent basis. So number three would be kind of minimizing having too much choice by, like I said, just having some sort of kind of plan that you just work off day after day. I have a training day and a non-trained day plan because if I ate the same thing every single day, I think I would get bored of it. So maybe for you guys, even if your macronutrients are the exact same in both days, maybe it might be a nice useful tool for you to have different plans for you to work off and buy yourself back so much time, okay? And Number four then is gonna be pre-planning days. This is almost like kind of tips for you guys to help. Four, five, and six um, is like tips for me to help tips for you to help, uh, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> tips for me to help you and um, adhere to plan a little bit better. So if you aren't at the stage where you you can just have the same meals every day, if that if that's for you. So for me, having the same meals every day makes me happy, you know, because I know they're meals that I love. But for a lot of my clients will come back to me, how do you do that every single day? Which I'm sure a lot of you guys are kind of nodding your head, like going, how the hell am I supposed to do that? So if you want to go in and, and track in my fitness pal, and that makes you happy, so be it. That's absolutely perfect. But what I would advise you doing is to actually pre plan your day. So, I remember when I used to use my fitness pal in the evening time after I'd finished all my food, I would sometimes actually just sit down if I'm watching TV and chilling in the evening. I would just get my phone out and almost pre plan my next day. And I write in, okay, if I have my four eggs, I have my chicken with my sweet potato, and I have beef mince in a burger bun. And then meal four, then I have some oats with some, you know, um, almond butter and stuff for that in the evening. Let me see what that, that adds up to. Okay, no, I'm 100 calories short. Brilliant. Okay, let's add in another, you know, uh, one slice of toast in with my eggs in the morning. Okay, actually, I actually can't remember what I said for meal one, so let's pretend it was eggs. Let's add in another slice of toast. Okay, cool. Actually, you know, my protein is way too high and my carbs are way too low. Great. Okay, let's make this little change. Let's pull out, you know, 100 grams of chicken breast from meal two. And I want to add in extra thirty grams of jasmine rice to meal two. Okay, brilliant. This meal, this meal plan that I've just created for myself nails my macronutrients, hits my calories, and they're foods that I love and enjoy. But I've pre-planned that, so when I wake up in the morning, there's no choice anxiety. There's not too much choice for me to pick. I've already created that meal plan. You could do that every day with completely different food options, but it's you going out of your way to check is are these food options at these amounts in line with your goal because like I said before I'm sure you've got to the end of your day in my fitness plan and said oh god I'm, I'm I'm 200 calories over and I'm 50 grams short of my protein target this just negates that and you can almost pre-plan your day then so that you don't fall into this trap itself okay I actually had something that I wanted to Want to stay there, yes, yeah, sorry. When you should do this, okay? I advise clients who are doing this is to um, do this in the evening, okay, after you finish your meal or nicely, nice enough to do it actually each morning. So I say, sit down, have a cup of coffee and just sit down and plan out your day. It gives you a little bit of objectivity today. It takes three to five minutes for you to plug in your meals. And like I said, you could change every meal, every single day doing this, but absolutely nailing your macronutrients and calories. And then almost creating your meal plan daily so that you don't miss your calories and you don't miss your macronutrients as well. So um, the the second thing, actually point five I've almost, almost kind of discussed as well is just the main reason why I think that people don't adhere to um, meal plans is going to be, or excuse me, to the nutrition is because they're spending way too much time in MyFitnessPal itself. I've kind of already touched on that point actually in saying that let's just create some sort of, of plan, if you can and if you want to do this, try and create a plan that you have um, you know, pure enjoyment of all your foods and that you can no problem adhere to um, day after day or, or even have your trainer day and non-trained day as well. Okay. So the sixth and final point, nice and short and sharp podcast this, the sixth and final point that we'll discuss is going to be meal prepping and and or a meal prep company okay so I would always advise if possible to be able to so I would always advise if possible being able to create as many meals as you possibly can yourself because you're going to you're going to produce more accuracy and through that there's actually meal prep companies but any food with a label on it can actually have up to 20 percent Variationist. I know Ray from Body First Nutrition told me this years ago. Now at this stage, and I was just shocked by it. But in Ireland, it gives you a twenty percent leeway to be twenty percent more, twenty percent less. So if it tells you, you know, it's it's five hundred calories, it could be six hundred calories, and you just wouldn't know. Uh, uh, that's the variation that it give, that the Irish government gives or the Food Association gives to to meal prep companies and anything with a label on it as a whole if you're cooking it do you know then more, much much more likely that it's going to be a hell of a lot more accurate okay i also think that it's quite a nice practice cooking your own food as well it kind of keeps you a little bit more present it slows down the process a little bit more as well and as we know i'm sure i've, I've discussed this actually it's in the how to manage hunger podcast the longer that your meal takes the more satiated that you will become from that meal as well. It's also gonna improve your your digestion because the cephalic phase of digestion is gonna be higher because if you're cooking the meal and smelling it and seeing all the colors and how it looks, it always looks a little bit nicer and, and that will start your, your your digestion phase, the cephalic phase of digestion itself, okay? So meal prep would be a really useful tool, especially if you're gonna have consistent meals. I know that pretty much everything that I'm talking about is just coming back to the same topic that if you just select a meal plan that you love and enjoy, you can run that for a whole week, you can run that for a couple of weeks, couple of months if necessary as well. And, and this allows you to bulk cook meals. So if you know that, you know, uh, as I've just said there, if I know that I've, I have 200 grams of chicken breast for meal one, or meal two, let's say, 200 grams of jasmine rice for meal two as well, and I know I have that the next day, I'm just going to cook double that. Stick it in a little bit of Tupperware and stick it in the fridge. This is a really, really useful tool. And I have a lot of clients who will cook five days uh, worth of food and stick it in the fridge. And, and that that in itself is good, is massively going to stop you, you know, going into the shop and buying a chicken fillet roll and a bag of crisps and a a chocolate bar or something like that, or making you fall off plan, if it's in your fridge cooked, you're not going to waste it. You're not going to throw away the money that's been used to to buy it. So if you have these meals stocked up in your fridge, you can save time because if you do one cook for all five days, it's going to help massively in terms of your time management. You're not going to have to spend time cooking and cooking and cooking every day. So you save save time and the likelihood of you falling off plan and, and selecting something from the shop or ordering in a pizza or ordering a Chinese is going to be minimal because it's sitting in the fridge. You're not going to you're not going to waste that meal. Well, I definitely wouldn't anyway. The last option is if you guys are are, are are listening to this and you're incredibly busy, you know, you have a very busy job, you have multiple jobs, you have kids, you have lots of other things going on. You know, do you have the time to spend meal prepping? Probably not. You know, and are you always eating on the go then? You're know, picking up a sandwich, going out for pizza, you know, picking up a burrito. Burrito's is actually, actually not too bad. But any other foods that are going to pull you off plan that are very, very hard to track, that is probably yes. So something that could be very, very easy for you guys to use would be a meal prep company. And from a, a price perspective, I don't think that they're that much more expensive than what actually it would take to purchase the, the foods to actually cook a, a meal at home. So other ones, you know, I remember listening to, I think it's Clean Cut Meals back home in Dublin or actually in Ireland. And um, I, I know of a couple over here as well. If you, if anyone is listening to this over Australia side, please message me and I can drop one or two over. I can't remember the name off hand, but, it, but it's quite a useful tool for you to have again it's going to probably have that 20% variance between higher or lower food which we don't know but it's definitely better than going into you know, a spa or a center or a tesco and just picking up whatever is on the shelf itself okay so that's pretty much it in a nutshell we understand that we need to have a clear goal we need to create enjoyment and sustainability around the plan potentially pre-planning your days if you're either in the morning with the coffee or in the evening before the day happens if you are going to use my my fitness pal day-to-day and then also looking at potentially minimizing choice and just creating a one one plan for your either your training day and non-training day or one that you can repeat and then potentially using either meal prep to just batch cook all those foods and have them in Tupperware in the fridge ready to rock for your day or the use of a meal prep company as well. Nutrition is hard guys though, you know, like I think that it is difficult, so we need all of these tools to be able to make it as easy as we possibly can. Make it as easy as you can yourself. You know, I would say you don't get extra brownie points for eating, like, like I said, white fish and a rice cake for every single meal. Make your meals amazing, make them taste delicious and make yourself look forward to them and the likelihood is that you're going to execute the plan much much uh, better than if you had them tasting horrible you're going to adhere to it it's going to be more sustainable and incredibly more enjoyable as well so last thing I will say guys is that the February intake for coaching is open I'm going to leave a link in the description for you to book in your free call with myself to discuss where you're at now body composition wise where you want to try and get to and how can we then then we can jump on the call excuse me and, and discuss how we can set the roadmap for success to actually achieve that. Other than that, guys, have a fantastic rest of your day, fantastic rest of your week. And we'll touch base is always in the in the uh, in the next episode.